Hallelujah. Glory Hallelujah. to God. So, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. And being fully persuaded what he had promised, he was able to perform. So, Abraham was persuaded that what God has promised, God is able to perform it. Then the Bible said, and therefore it was imputed for him for righteousness. So, we need to understand that this faith of a thing doesn't of a man, but on the power of God to do what he has said you. Because I'm trying to wonder how somebody is trying to build faith. Okay, what are you building faith for? Okay, let's be sincere. What are you trying to build your faith for? Okay, you are trying to build your faith. Because I'm trying to know, is it that you are trying to build your faith because you are trying to build a very strong faith for a very strong person? <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> or you are trying to build a strong faith because your faith is not what it's actually. Let me just force everybody's problem. Your faith is not what is making something to happen. It's your faith in the power of God that makes something to happen. In other words, now let me let me do this very well so that it won't look as if I'm trying to debunk faith. Now I'm not saying that your faith is not what is making something to happen, but your the faith you are having, what are you having it in? In the power of God to do. So if you're having faith in the power of God to do something else, or what God has said to do something. Do you need to build faith for that? No. Rather, you need to renew your mind to what you have said so that you can be persuaded. And what is your persuasion? Let me say this thing. You going to God in the first place to go and meet Him, to go asking for help. You see, you're already believing an eternal power of God to help you. It is not because you can't meet God. That's why you can never remove faith from the character of God. If you don't know the character of God, you will struggle with faith. Because even you go and meet you meeting God to help you. It's not because when you now meet God to help you, that's when God will now help your life. No. The Bible already said he is our ever-present help in time of need. God's help is everywhere. God just wants you to lay hold on the Father he wants to help you so that you will see his manifested presence of help. You will see his hand in that situation because your faith is giving him right. Your faith is giving him his ability right over your life, over that situation. Most of the time, what our faith is doing is giving the power of God right over that thing. So we channel the power of God towards that thing. That's what our faith is doing. So that's why you renew your mind to to the goodness of God. You renew your mind to who God is. Who is this God? Because you only have faith in a man you believe. You only have faith in a man you know is infallible. You only have faith in a man because of his integrity. You only have faith in a man because 
you know what he can do or what he will not do. So what can God do? What have you shared about in your life? Have you received the word of prophecy concerning your life? You don't need to move God so that God will fulfill his prophecy. Mm-mm. You just believe in God. You believe what God has said about your life. He has said it. That I know my thought for you. Thought of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. So is your faith, is it your faith that is making God to give you an expected end? No. God is giving you an expected end because He has said He will give you an expected end. Your faith is you saying that God, oh, I believe you said you want to give me an expected end. And you saying I believe because you said you want to give me an expected end means you have given God right over your life. Because it's a thing for God to accept something, it's a thing for you to give God permission to take over your life. God doesn't back into people's life. Praise the Lord. That's why we renew our mind. You renew your mind towards what the Lord has said. You renew, you renew your mind towards the character of the Lord, of God. You renew your mind towards the character of the loving God, of the loving Father. Praise the Lord. I believe I'm, I'm answering questions in people's hearts. So, what is the question I'm answering? You don't need to build faith. All you need is to what? Renew your mind. And believe God for what He has said. You are believing, what faith means is you are believing God for what He has said. If God has already said something, He said, as He has here, He has spoken so that we might what? Boldly say that the Lord is what? The Lord is my helper. What shall men do unto He has here so that we may both be saved. So God has said things. And how we used to live in this impossible character of God is that you know his nature in his word. What has he said in his word? The book, the title says, he said, um, we know that God cannot lie. Let's, let, let, let's check this place because I don't want. Let's look at titles. Titles. Chapter 1, verse 1. Titus chapter 1, verse 2. He said, In hope of eternal, which God that cannot lie, promised before the world began. That's one. He said, God cannot, God cannot what? God cannot lie. If God cannot lie, if he has said something, that means if we do it, that's what you should renew your mind on. Your focus should not be, is my faith enough? There's nothing you should see. Just renew your mind. That's it. God cannot lie. He said in Hebrews, he said, for by two immutable things, it is impossible for what? For God to lie. He said, when God said, I cannot swear by anything that is greater, he swore by himself to Abraham. There are passages that validate that God cannot lie. He said, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he will repent. He said, will he say a thing and will he not do it? So God cannot lie. God can never lie. His word is ever true. His word is ever true. 
ever true. If you say we do something, then he will do it. He said Jesus. He, he, the, Jesus was prophesied in the Old Testament by Isaiah. Did Jesus come? Yes. He came to die. And the same way Isaiah said he would die, that was the same way he died. Go and read the testimony of men that believed in God. None of them were believing, were trusting in their ability to trust God. No. You must get to a point which you are, that you are in that point. Don't let me even spoil it that you get to that point. You are in a point as a believer because you are a believer. What makes you a believer in the first place is because you believe in God. If God said, that call upon me, I will answer you. Do you need to doubt, call upon me? Do you need faith to call upon him and he will answer you? Is it your faith that will make him to answer you? It is your call that make him to answer you. So why are you trying to build faith so that you will call on God and he will answer you? Does it make sense? Call upon me in the day of trouble and I will deliver you. Please, do you need to use faith to call upon God to deliver you? In other words, I'm not saying you will not believe, but is it your faith that will make God to deliver you in court? Are you trying to move God to deliver you? You can't move God to deliver you. The one that says, call upon me, I'll deliver you. Simple as ABC. The only thing that will be the problem is that you did not even believe in that verse or in that thing. But if you truly believe in it, you will see it. That's, the, that's just the meaning. So faith is actually believing what the Lord has said. And that faith is orchestrated by God.